0: Hey, welcome back to the Big Red Zone. We are very excited for today's show. Remember, new episodes come out every Wednesday. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the like button on this video as well as all our other videos. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Big Red Zone. And tell a friend, this week, another week in the NFL, we'll break down a few games, crushing loss. Very disappointing for the Patriots, but... Our Red Sox are two games away from making it to the World Series. We went to the game. We'll talk about that. We'll break down the first few games of the series. And as always, we got the people's topic. All that and more on this week's episode of the Big Red Zone. Welcome to the podcast. This is the Big Red Zone. I'm your host, Big Red. As always, enjoy the daily football. What's going on, Big Red? I'm living a dream. Daily football. I got game. What was this game four on right now? Up two-one in the bottom of the second. We got a little rally going again. Coming off of last night, we both went to the game. It was. It's. It's been a ride. My voice is. It's been through the ringer the last week. Through the
1: ringer. Ooh.
0: It's been through the ringer, I'll tell you. I, I But it, it's well worth it. I'll do it for the boys. And uh, our bo- our Red Sox are two games away from the World Series. It feels pretty good. Uh, before we get into everything uh, with uh, NFL and um, obviously the Red Sox, NBA starts today. With all this excitement, it's hard to believe the NBA starts today. So – Real quick, we won't talk. We'll kinda of, I guess we can talk NBA a little bit more next week, but real quick, Danny football first day. What's your prediction for the NBA finals this year?
1: Uh, I'm
0: gonna go with Celtic Suns. Celtic Suns. Hey, two years in a row. Run it back. Run it Run back. Run it back. It's bound to be right. Eventually, point, it's it'll gonna be right. be right. Um I like the Celtic Suns. Uh Celtic Suns pick, but I'm gonna be kind of boring and I'm gonna just run it back back to back. Uh I'm gonna go with the Bucks. And I hate to say it. I think the Lakers are boring. I you know, I'm gonna I wanna go Bucks Nuggets.
1: Bucks Nuggets. I like that. Bucks
0: Nuggets. I wanna see I wanna see Joker get his first ring. Could be his only ring, but I wanna see Joker get Could be his get only a ring. ring. <laughs> i want to see him get a ring. So Bucks, Bucks, Nuggets. So On that note, let's uh, turn into some football so we can get to the Red Sox. Let's go to the Weekend Recap. It's the Weekend Recap. So for Weekend Recap, we picked three games from this uh, weekend's games in the NFL. Uh, One of them being the Patriots game. Let's start with the the. Matchup that we all were talking about for the last week, the Jags versus the Dolphins, uh, London series, the Jags get their first win of the Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence era by beating the Dolphins. Uh, I said going into this game, this is a trap game for the Dolphins, man. Like, this is a must win for them. Uh, you never want to be that first win on the, uh, the belt of a winless team. And they got it. They were missing their two starting corners going into the game in London. Throws everything off, uh, and you know it, it. Tua looked okay. You know he threw 329 yards with two TDs and a pick. Uh, but you know the the Jags just found a way to get it done. Trevor Lawrence 319 and a touchdown, uh, and plus James Robinson. You know he did his thing. So. Big win, first win for Trevor Lawrence. Hopefully, first of many, because I think he is a stud, uh, and that might have just saved uh, what's his name a, a little bit of time. But uh, what's his name? The coach, Urban Meyer. It just bought Urban Meyer a couple more weeks as the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars.
1: Wait, let me see what happens with the Sox game. Never, that's happening. But I was going to ask, are you a fan of these London games or no? I hate them. I don't, I, I I'm not them. a huge fan. Like, I never remember that they're going to happen, and then they're happening. I wake up, and a couple of guys are already going. So, I'm not a huge fan. I get why they're doing it. But, like you said, trap game. I mean, Miami's looking worse and worse by the week. It's making our loss to them look a lot worse and worse every week. Mm-hmm. Um, we knew Trevor Lawrence was going to break through eventually. Urban Meyer, you know, for all he's done been doing the last couple of weeks. They're – not a great team, but there's still a team that shouldn't be, you know, winless right now. They, they played a couple of close games, but you know, Miami's on the decline. Jags caught them on a good week and they took home with W and you know, whether you want to say it's because they're over in England that it affected one team rather than the other. I mean, both teams had to make the, both teams had to make the flight. Both teams had to, you know, deal with the time change. Both teams had to play on the field. So I think, you know, Jacksonville is just better than the Miami Dolphins. Or are they better than any of the other teams in the league? Probably not. But, you know, you got the second worst team against the worst team and came out.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I think Jacksonville's offense is better than people give it credit for. They got some nice pieces on there. Trevor Lawrence is obviously going to break through, like you said. Uh, James Robinson – He's an unbelievable uh, running back that I think is overlooked in the league when you got the Christian McCaffrey's and Zeke's. Like, he's kind of an overlooked running back, but he is a solid piece. And then you got Marvin Jones. Uh, uh, what's his name? Chenault. Something like, uh, I can't pronounce his first name, but Chenault. Uh, he's a solid wide receiver. And you know they they got a cast of characters along with the with those guys, but when you have a solid running back, a good uh, quarterback, and a couple wide receivers, I mean, what else? It's more than the Patriots have. So it's it's like they should win a little a few more games. But like what you said with the London series, I get what they're doing. Like I get they're trying to grow the game, and I can tell right now the owners and uh, Roger Goodell want to put a team full time in London. That's the goal. They want to put a team to have a team in London. And I don't know. I think they'll sell tickets. I think it will be fine, but I just think it's such a, like, I I just don't like it. I don't like them having it. It's a nine, nine, um, 30 game. No one's really watching it at that time, except if you're in London, Uh, I guess if, if I was going to say, you know, if you're going to do it, maybe you do it on a, uh, you know, I don't know, you do it at the one o'clock out time frame and you just have it their game in London later. Maybe you play it, put it at an eight o'clock time and you have it play at four. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I just don't like how it's at 930 and then everyone's got a, you know, no one's watching the game anyway. I think it's a waste of time. So, I, I just, I don't like it. I kind of like the Mexico series game when they had games in Mexico. Like, I feel like, cause it's on the same timeline, you know what I mean? It's the same. It doesn't really change that much when you have in London. It's like the player's going to go over. It's like, it's fun for a quick series, but like as a, like a steady games, it doesn't make sense. Like I kind of liked how the Red Sox and Yankees played that London series a couple years ago was three quick games they played it and then they got out of there. Like if they have like one game a year or something like that, I guess. But they got to kind of work that out because no one's. I can't imagine too many people are watching that nine thirty game, especially if you're on the West Coast. You're gonna wake up at four in the morning and watch uh, the Jags versus the Dolphins. Come on, yeah. you better at least make it a marquee matchup. if you're gonna if you're gonna put him uh, put a game in London you know yeah I, mean? I
1: think it's a I think it's a huge ask to put a team out there it's a logistical nightmare with travel and making you know U.S. teams travel out there and then you're asking guys to you know live in England and make the trip over and all that sorts of stuff so there's a there's a ton of logistical issues with it but you know it's been discussed maybe they do first half of their season at home second half is away but then again you're play so you're asking them to play you know eight straight home games eight straight away games and then you have the one odd duck but that's still an insane ask for like a san diego chargers or like a rams to fly cross country cross the ocean and then land play a football game so i know they're definitely thinking about doing it i don't know what they're going to do. I'm sure this is something they've thought about and they kind of run through their heads, but I don't think it's the best idea. I think it should just say a once, once a year, whatever series type thing. But I know for a fact, they're trying, they're going to try to do it. And if they do do it, I don't know how it's going to go.
0: I think that, do I think it would make money out there? I definitely think they would sell a lot of tickets if they had a game, like a team out there. But like you said, it's just a logistical nightmare. They're going to ask, west coast teams to travel hours on a plane to go play in there and like you said do you do half the season at home half the season away well you know that's that's not really fair to your home team you know you're gonna have trouble finding players from the nfl to go play in london to be honest with you like you're not gonna find guys that say you know i want to live in london for half the year and then be able to come home you know what i mean I, I agree. Who played who played last week? Do you remember who played last week? The first London series? Because um I, I didn't even think about the West Coast thing until you said it. Like that makes a lot of sense. Like I can't imagine the Rams are too keen on going to uh like a, a Vegas Vegas Rams game in um in London. I can't imagine they're too happy about that.
1: Um who was it? I can't remember who
0: it was. I can't, remember. but like, unless you're like, unless you like the uh, Jaguars, that's another thing. Like, you're asking a team in the NFL for this London series to give up a home game, because the Jaguars are giving up Jets a home Falcons. game. Falcons. So like, you're at. I guess that makes sense. East Coast teams, but you're asking like the Jaguars. Do you think the um, even the Bucks? Do you think the Bucks are gonna want to give up a home game?
1: No, no. Do you
0: think like the management isn't going to want to give up a home game because they miss out on all the ticket sales? They miss out on all that stuff. So there's no, there's no like, I don't see it like a positive for any of these M- NFL teams going to play in the London series except for Goodell and I guess owners maybe make a little pocket change out of going over there. But, anyways, you know, Jags get their first win. Dolphins are taking a step back, man. We were talking about this as a play- playoff team within the last few years, like they were consistently growing to a playoff team. And I mean, the bottom has fallen out. They, they, they're of the Dolphins of old. And I mean, maybe that's going to change now that they got Tua back. But man, that's a, that. That was uh, what a what? How the mighty have fallen. Uh, let's go to Sunday night football: Bills versus Titans. Uh, last week on the show, I said it was a passing of the torch. Bills were now the team to beat in the um, AFC, and you can't let that happen against the Titans. Titans are a good football team, four and two, uh, sneaky four and two team. But I, I, you know, I didn't pick them. But I thought for sure the Bills were going to come in and blow, uh, beat the Titans. But King Henry had something to say about that: 143 yards and three TDs. Uh, and finally, Dave football is happy about this because he has both these receivers in fantasy football. The AJ Brown Julio Jones connection finally woke up and finally did hits some production. He finally hits, uh, but what is some, uh, you know, what is what's your general reactions from this game, Dave
1: football? Because so this game was going on during the Red Sox game, so I wasn't following it too closely, um, apart from like the occasional uh, you know, looking down at the phone and seeing what's going on. Cause I knew I had Josh Allen and I needed to get some points out of him other than looking at the phone for fantasy. And, you know, of course, everyone around me every now and then is saying, Oh, Buffalo doing this or Titans are doing this. Um, you know, came down to the wire bills had a chance to win, went for it all. You know, I'm never going to, I'm never going to dump on a team for, you know, going for the win. It's a game of inches and the bills came up a couple inches short. So end of this, you know, it, it sucks that they lost. It sucks that it got that close and, you know, you come up empty, but the Patriots have been there plenty of times this season. So it works out for us. Bills going to Kansas city. They look like world beaters. We're all thinking, all right, maybe the bills are just that next tier of team. Titans kind of send them back down to earth. Now the bills have another loss. It kind of keeps us in the hunt uh, for that division. Not saying that dropping games, you know, that we have in hand is great. But, you know, if the Bills aren't going to win games, then we get to keep pace.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, this, we've talked about this with the Bucs, Bucks patriots when we had the ball with Mac Jones fourth and, fourth and a couple yards. I, I'll never fault a team for having the Stones to go out, go out and try to go for the W. I like it. I like the aggressiveness. You have Josh Allen, who's an all-pro uh, QB. You got some weapons on your. You got like Stefan Diggs. You got a lot of great weapons on that offense. I put in my offense's hands. I ten out of ten times. So I you can't fall for it. didn't uh, falter for it. Didn't work, but you know you're gonna lose games. And I think the Bills are still at the top of the hunt. You know they got a bye week to kind of regroup and go into it. And like you said, it helps us out. Got, uh, like geez, we need it because we just keep blowing these close games, and it's it's it's. I mean, I think we can segue. There's not much to say about it. I mean, the Titans did a great job. Bills, you know, played well, and they blew it. But it makes me think of, like, the uh, Patriots. Like, this is a game I really want to talk about. It's like, I'm tired of these moral victories. I'm done with them. I said it last week. That was uh, – or two weeks ago with the Bucks. I'm done with the moral victories. We got to start putting together some wins here. Like, they, they lost the Cowboys. You had this game. You got a minute, something left, and you have the ball. You should win that game ten out of ten times. Like that's that's a game you gotta have. And I mean, Josh McDaniels with one of the wor- some of the worst play calling I've seen in a long time. Uh, you you rush the ball. You know, you run the ball every single time, every down. You run the ball on first down, and then out of nowhere, you want to start try, like giving the ball to Mac Jones when you're up trying to waste the clock, and then it turns into a pick six. Then you get bailed out, then Mac Jones hits a bomb of a touchdown at the end. And it's like, you know, defense, when you think about it, I can't really fault the defense too much. You know, they, they had a pick six in there, uh, you know, so take away seven points from there. And it's, you know, they won you the game. They got enough. They, they held them enough in check. But, man, I, I'm, I'm really getting tired of these moral victories, man. I, I, really, I really can't take it. we got to start putting together some wins. That big third first down can, uh, after they got the penalty at the end of the game that set up right before the field goal, that can't happen. You can't let that happen. You know, at the end of the game, they just let them drive. Uh, it, it, like, there was no stopping them. And I, 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 I'm at a loss for words because, like you said, we got to start. If we want to do anything this season – you got to have some of these close ones and steal a couple games. And so far we're not stealing any games. The Bucks and Cowboys, you had to have one of those two games when you know you people thought you were going to lose them but when you're in them, you got to win a couple of these and it's it's just frustrating. I'm getting so frustrated, especially the last play of the game where you just got caught with your pants down. It's like it's 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 bad. It's frustrating and uh, at some point, we got to like look ourselves in the mirror and say, "Hey, like we got to start winning some of these football games."
1: Yeah, you meant you mentioned it. I mean, you can't you can't keep taking, you know. Oh, well, we almost had it. We almost had it. We almost had it. It's, at a certain point, it just becomes well, why didn't you? And they, it just boils down to they're just not closing the games out. Uh, the Bucks game. You had the chance. I mean, they took the fifty-seven year the fifty six yard field goal they and you miss it, but at the same time, like you're still gonna give Tom Brady time to come back down and get that field goal, so you might as well just go for it on a fourth down see what you can get and they don't do it. And then with the Cowboys game, I mean, you said it yourself, they're you know, spitting all over themselves trying to give the game away. It it's definitely frustrating. Um because like we always say, you got to win the games that you're not supposed to win. And they're losing those games. So you can beat up on the teams you're supposed to beat up on, but it's not going to mean much. Because even if you do somehow limp your way into the playoffs, it's not going to mean much because you're not beating the good teams. So the second you run into a playoff team, you're going to get trucked. Um, now, they're hanging with the Bills. They're hanging with the Cowboys. But hanging with them isn't going to be good enough because you need to win games to, A, keep pace in the division if you're trying to win the division and B, just hanging with them, isn't going to do much in, you know, when it's January and February, when you're trying to win playoff games, it's just not good enough. So whether it's, you know, play calling or the personnel or, you know, individual performances, this Patriots team seems to be lacking in a couple of different facets of the game that, for some reason just seems to unfurl in those last couple of minutes of the game.
0: Well, what, like we got about two weeks till the trade deadline. What do you think we got to be doing? Like what's a move that you want to see made uh, before the deadline?
1: I'd like another secondary piece. Um, Another secondary piece, maybe an offensive lineman. You're probably not going to be able to get all these things, but if I had to put it in a running order, it'd be, a cornerback, B offensive line, C. I'd like a premier wide receiver. I don't know who's going to be available. Who's going to be looking to who, move who? If you can get freaking Mohamed Sanu for a second round pick, you could probably get anyone for a second round pick. Yep. But um, I'd like to see some. I'd like to either beef up that secondary because it's getting destroyed. Jalen yeah. Mills got torched by Ceedee Lamb on uh, Sunday. Yeah. So I'd like to see something with a secondary. If not, get get some offensive line help because, you know, Max Jones got drilled and gives up a fumble. That kind of flips the game. And then, yeah, a premier wide receiver because as much as I love Jacoby Myers and, you know, undrafted, you know, hero, I need I need like an Allen Allen Robinson type. I need someone who we fucking know. You get this guy, the ball in his hands, he's going to make something happen.
0: Well, that's the guy I'm thinking of uh, right now going into the deadline. And I mean... Everyone's talking about Odell. I don't, if we got Odell, great. But the guy that I want is Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson has proven that he can go be a top uh, Pro Bowl wide receiver with nothing at quarterback. Like he, not nothing. Mitch Trubisky gets a lot of hate. But, and I think we're seeing that he was actually better than a lot of people gave him credit for. Uh, I think Mac Jones would be able to uh hit alan robinson a lot and get a lot of use out of him and think about it if you throw alan robinson out there with jacoby myers and kendrick bourne and then maybe uh you know with a tight end with uh hunter henry's kind of finding he's like a positive he's starting to have that good connection with mac jones uh i think that that i think you can start doing some good things on offense like i think your offense starts to come together uh I mean, I'd like to see them get like a pass catching back, maybe. I think you can find that and I mean, Yeah, that
1: won't hurt. That wouldn't hurt.
0: I mean, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. That could be as simple as signing Todd Gurley. I'm fine if they go they should go out and look for Todd Gurley. I'd give them a contract today. Cause then at least you're going into games where you don't have to rely on Brandon Bolden in as much as he looks good, Ramon Stevenson. Like I'm I'd be happy going into a running back committee with Damian Harris. Todd Gurley, and then maybe Ramon Stevenson. Like I, I'm, I, th- I actually like that a lot. And you know, you can trade for Allen Robinson. He's definitely on the trade market because uh, Justin Fields and it, when he was in, Andy Dalton, <coughs> excuse me, isn't looking for him. So he wants out. Go get Allen Robinson. Like you said, maybe you can find an offensive lineman somewhere. I think a lot of things will happen when Trent Williams finally comes back from this calf injury, whatever is in that, like in this calf. I don't know what happened. Uh, I'm ready to go replace. I'm ready to donate my calf to the Cubs because I like <laughs> to get this guy back out there. Because you're right, Mac's getting killed out there. He's, he's getting drilled. That fumble was big play. And it wasn't Mac's fault, man. I, I would. I think any quarterback in the league would fumble off a hit like that. Yeah. Right? He just got knocked.
1: No, that was bad.
0: And you're right. The Secondary needs some help. So, uh, you know, you could go out, maybe get um, Stephon Gilmore for a six-round pick. Who knows? (laughs) Uh, It's just, it's really bad. There's a lot of weaknesses on this team. And if we want to have any chance, which maybe they don't, maybe they're just looking to build a Mac Jones a year and waste a year of Mac Jones. I I don't know, man, because this moral, uh, at least let's not go into this. uh, If we're going to do that and say we're developing, let's not go in each week after a loss and say, you know what? We saw a lot of good things because I'm tired of this moral victories. And, you know, we did a lot of good things. You stunk. You lost. They, uh, McCarthy was basically handing the game away. Anything you could do wrong as a head coach, McCarthy did. And we, they somehow fumbled over coffee tables to the win. It's like, it's, it's just, it's annoying. And last thing on this game, Nikhil Harry stinks. He's just bad. I mean, if you didn't know so already, he's bad. I mean, you have Mac Jones, rookie quarterback Mac Jones, who's in Game Five of his uh, NFL career, screaming at you because you don't know the playbook. You're that's bad. He shouldn't be on the field. And I mean, I was it you saying it at the game or was it uh, Brian? Who said? Uh, Nikhil Harry's agent was acting like he was DeAndre Hoffman. That was Brian. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I don't know who this guy thinks his agent thinks this guy is, but this guy is I I don't know what you could get for him. A can of soda. You're like not getting. You you're,
1: get you're not getting much for him, man. That he's he's kind of, he's an absolute bust of a first round pick.
0: Yeah, it's just bad, man, and and that's kind of. To get on Bill Belichick a little bit right now, this, where we're at, is a lot on him. I don't blame him for the Brady thing as much. You know, you had to make a call, and I think a lot of it was, you know, it was just that it all came to a head, and he left, and things happened. Like, people leave. Where I blame him for is where we're at as a franchise because he missed on first-round picks for years. He missed out on first-round picks, and that's why we're at where we're at. You missed on two tight ends. You didn't believe in Gronk leaving, so you overcorrected and drafted two bust tight ends that obviously aren't living up to the hype. So then you have to spend millions of dollars on Hunter Henry and Joanna Smith. Maybe if you go draft the tight end in that, that that draft that was so deep with like Cole Komet and TJ Hawkinson and all them, maybe you take a, a Cole Komet, then then you're all set. Now you don't maybe you only need one of them. You don't need to go after Joanna Smith. There's a lot of controversy here that really distracted me. I don't know what's going on here. Are you watching this game?
1: I'm trying to, I'm trying to make heads or tails of what just happened.
0: Oh Alice Core is about to get tossed. I love it. He's trying to get in his face. Like, what do you want? What do you want? Al's Core wants to go fight him. Has there ever been a manager that gets tossed in the ALCS? I haven't seen that too often.
1: I can only assume that someone at some point got tossed.
0: This guy wanted out. He wanted Al to fight out and score Did you see that? Puffed out his chest and was walking towards him. After you make a terrible strike, strike call, the ball was about a foot off the plate. That was bad. A little excitement there. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. Uh, but anyways, you know, you missed out. I mean, as much as I love Sony Michelle and I love, uh, I, I mean, I, I kind of liked Isaiah Wynn until this year, uh, you missed three first round, the last three picks, first round picks before Mac Jones was Sony, Michelle, Nikhil Harry, and, um, um, Isaiah win. That's a miss. That's a miss. You don't draft a tight end when that was that fully loaded draft of tight ends. Now you're stuck with spending millions of dollars on both two top tight ends. That's a miss. You don't have a solid offensive. You have an old banged up offensive line. So you get to go spend money on Trent. That's a miss. Maybe if you draft uh, DK Metcalf, Debo Samuel, or um, one of the other guys that was on there, you don't have to go spend money on Nelson Aguilar. Now, you, you know, you get your Kendrick Bourne, you get your, you know, one of the guys you drafted in Jacoby Myers, and then you're set. Bill Belichick, as much as I I will die on his hill, has had a rough draft the last couple years before this one. And that is why we're paying the price right now. And that's what it's on him. I don't blame him for the Tom Brady stuff, but picking Nikhil Harry over D.K. Metcalf, not picking Cole Komet or another tight end when we got a chance, that's a problem. And I hope we can figure it out. I hope the guys he picked this year hit, and we can start building this team up from the ground up.
1: Yeah, I mean, that was my soapbox. It's, 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 it's it's tough to watch at a certain point just because, you know, you see the DK Metcalfs of the world, the Debo's of the world, the AJ Browns of the world going off, and then we're kind of stuck with Nikhil Harry, but, you know, that's just kind of been how it is, is... All the first round, all the wide receivers we bring out just don't work out. And then for some reason, undrafted guys just seem to pop. So it's frustrating, you know, kind of going with that philosophy of using these undrafted guys rather than just getting premier guys that we know are going to work. We're going to, I mean, we don't know how much longer Bill has. I hope it's not too short, but we know it's definitely finite. So I can only hope that. Either it's this season or next season that we kind of figure things out, whereas, all right, maybe we just cut our losses, don't even bother drafting, trying to draft guys in the first round, wide receiver or running back because it just never seems to pop. Use those first-round picks on positions that you know you can do, and then you're going to have to spend money in the offseason on you know on those kind of skilled positions. So where we're sitting right now, it's not where we want to be. You want better people. You want better personnel at the positions that – you're lacking at it doesn't help trading away uh stefan gillimore but you did what you did we seem to have one of those trades every year where we just kind of give away people for no reason but you know you're here now you got to you know see what you can muster out of it if you want to be buyers at the at the deadline you got to be buyers if you're going to sell then you got to sell so we're going to we're going to see in a couple weeks if this team's in on trying to you know actually make some ground or if they're just going to punt on the season
0: Next week should be a good bounce back week. You know, hopefully we get a nice win against the Jets and then we can move on uh, and try to get it, steal another game, beat the Chargers.
1: Yeah, that's Uh, definitely, that's definitely when you got to get.
0: So let's move on uh, to our next segment of the night. The picks of the week. week we pick one game from the nfl season uh nfl week right now uh we both got it right last week i'm a game back uh i'm going with the pats over the jets stay on theme uh i picked the Pats over the jets last time i'm gonna roll the dice and go again uh this is a game they gotta have uh, and i think they're gonna I, I think there's a strong chance they explode in this game because I, I mean i've been saying it for three weeks they're gonna explode and they're bound to. They're bound to. They're due to explode on a game and blow out a game. They need to blow this team out. They need to blow the Jets out. Zach Wilson looked terrible. We all remember Danny Football's rant about how bad Zach Wilson was last last time we played the Jets. Uh, we just need to. We need to beat up on this team. And
1: I hope Mac go, has a huge day. Just gotta keep burying that fucking kid. Yep. Uh, I'm going Bucks over Bears. I'm just going to keep bullying the Bears. Uh, the fact <laughs> the fact that Aaron Rodgers is able to scramble for a touchdown and then scream at your fan base that he owns you is all I need to see. The Bears are shot. Uh, Justin Fields, I really do feel for him. Just, if you want to talk about a lost season, it looks like a lost season for the Bears so far. Uh, the whole debacle with Dalton, their fields, really did cost them early in the season. Um, so I'm, I'm going with the box. I think they're going to truck the bears and Chicago is going to be looking at Matt Nagy real close.
0: Yeah. I mean, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago on the hot seat. This guy's on the hot seat. He's, he's definitely on his way out of uh Chicago. They got to find a new guy to come in there and try to try to fix this franchise. Um, all right, let's move on to waiver pickup of the week. Oh, by the way, did you see on, um, Wikipedia that someone changed. Wikipedia the owner, owner the to days, Aaron Rodgers. Ryan yeah, Riders, That is hilarious. Uh, waiver picker of the week. I'm going to Ernest Johnson. 2.5 percent owned in uh, rostered in ESPN. Uh, I know Danny football is gonna hurt to hear this, but Nick Chubb and now Cream Hunt are gonna be out at least next week. Uh, Cream Hunt went on IR, the short term IR, uh, and they just ruled out. Uh. Nick Chubb out, so this guy's going to be the lead back. I think I don't know. So by uh, default, gotta love it. Gotta love it. They just signed another guy. Oh jeez. All right, nice. Uh, they they got to go with someone. So why not Ernest Johnson? Huh?
1: Can't I? Uh, I'm going to put it out there now. He's definitely someone I'm going to be looking at because all of my Browns running backs are gone. So why the hell not? Um, I'm going Aren't, with what, what was that?
0: I already got my waiver claims in day football and you're beating me. And I think all the leagues, so he's coming to my roster first, baby. He's coming to me. I'll, I'll be listening to trade offers
1: though. I'd rather, I'd rather die. <laughs> um, I'm not sure. Tra- I'm not going to trade for Johnson. Absolutely not. I'm going to go with the next best option. I am going to go with, uh, I mean, I need tight end help this, this week. So I'm going to go with Cole commit coming off an 8.9. He had a nine point two to start the season. He's been up and down a little bit, but you know, tight ends a little thin this year, so I'm gonna go Cole Commit. Yeah, I I like him. I think I think he's gonna. What's his roster percentage? I just saw it. Where is it? Where is it? Yeah, eleven point three. It's higher than I thought, but not too bad. Not too bad. I, he's
0: definitely available in most leagues. I, I he should be available in pretty much any league you're in. So. Not a bad pickup there, if I do say so myself. Dave football. Uh, let's let's segue into the Sox, man. This is, I mean, we've, we're watching the game right now. Uh, they're up in the game. Jeez, Fox, I hate Fox. I can't stand this. I can't stand. I can't believe we're not. I, I wish. I've been we were saying
1: anything. it, dude. I've been saying it.
0: How bad is uh, John? Sm- Who crapped in his coffee when he was here, dude? Because he hates the Red Sox. I don't understand it. Uh, all right, we're back. We're winning two to one in the top of the fourth. Uh, Asher's got two outs with a guy on first. Uh, Gary, I'll just called a timeout after just immediately stepping in the box, which is very confusing. Uh, but Nikki P is doing pretty good so far. And okay, so moving on. Uh, we're up in the series two to one. I mean, we and we should be three and zero oh in all things considering. If uh dude, my socks and
1: boy. my socks and take would be looking so good if we had actually closed out game one.
0: Well, if the ball boy could get out of the way, we would be looking pretty good. That was absolutely Bush league that they, they have the ball kid in there and he doesn't get out of the way. He just lifts his legs up and saves a run. You want to talk about someone that's a hero of the Houston series. It's the, the ball boy in left field. Cause he couldn't move his stool out of the way. Um, uh, not knowing what would happen in the rest of that game, but you know, that's easily another run. Uh, But anyways, you know, my socks and five take is still on, on the table. Uh, You know, they, they lose that heartbreaking first game where they pretty much had the momentum, the entire game, except for a quick little lapse. Um, You know, and then the last two games, game two and game three, haven't been close. I mean, they, I mean, they were talking about early in the broadcast. It's hard to believe like you haven't been they haven't been in it the first this is the first game this is the first game yes he did uh, this is the first game Houston's actually been in the game for a, a extended period of time. you know what I mean so uh, it's pretty embarrassing. they got blown out game two and three socks at home. I I don't think there's a more electric home crowd than Fenway Park right now. You were there. You can speak on it. I'm going to turn the mic over to you in a second, but I was at game three of the uh, divisional round and it was electric. It was awesome. Last night was on a different level. I I, I don't, if Fenway is on fire, I mean, you can hear it in here and they're turning the crowd down people on the broadcast. Cause they don't want you to hear some certain things that are being said at Fenway at Fenway. Um,
1: but it's electric. Yeah, I mean, and that's what I've been telling everyone. I was, I went with Sox and four cuz I thought, you know, we'd be able to go into Houston and take those two. We almost did, like you said with the with the ball boy on the stool, but you going up cuz the whole thing, my whole point was you take you can take the two in Houston. Like you have Chris Sale, you have Nathan Avaldi. you can you can win those two games. And then when you come back to Boston, man, that's a wrap. Socks are 3 and all this 4 and 0 now, but heading into game three, they were 3 and 0 in the postseason. You can tell, even with you know Fox mumb- muffling the crowd noise, you can tell just by looking at it and from what you can faintly hear that Fenway's just on another level this postseason, man. And it's on another level. Um, I think the Yankees wild card game had a lot to do with that. I think getting that rivalry game win or go home in Fenway, I think that kind of got the juices flowing for. The ALDS and now the ALCS. So you you know, unfortunately, you lose the game one. You pick things back up in game two. You get the split. That's that's always the goal, I think. If you're if you're uh, if you're the underdog in a series, you need to get home field. Obviously, the split is ideal. So they get the split, come back to Boston for three. There's not a doubt in my mind that we're going to be able to take this home because like you and me saw game three because we we were experiencing it man that entire crowd was engaged from first pitch to last out whether you know um Kyle Schwarber's hitting a grand slam to send us into a frenzy or if Kyle Tucker decides to hit a three-run bomb it doesn't matter dude like we're gonna be on you guys no matter what um relentless always standing no one's on their, no one's in their seat everyone's you know, locked in. Everyone's paying attention. No, no one's missing anything. If, if the ump makes a bad call, the ump's going to hear about it. If Altuve makes two errors in a row, he's going to hear about it. If Carlos Correa strikes out, he's going to freaking hear about it because it's not his time anymore. It's our time. You know what got the crowd really back into it? It wasn't even the home
0: runs. It was right before the home runs on our side. Wait, you were in right field. I, we didn't sit together. We were, we were in the sections next to each other. But do you
1: see what got the crowd back into it
0: later in the game with Kyle Tucker?
1: Oh yeah, just not throwing the ball back into the Yeah, he threw the ball
0: to the like down the line back into the dugout. Yeah, yeah. And instead of throwing it to the fans. They jumped all over him. And from that point on, everyone just scream everyone got up. They were screaming at Tucker. And uh from that point on, it was like it was on. Like it brought the crowd back into it. We kind of get a couple ding dongs from Kike. Uh, Who well, There was someone else that hit uh, a home run later in that game. But uh, I'm so fired up. That was an unbel- it was a fun game to go watch, and the atmosphere is just electric. Another, you know, another exciting thing in the um... in the NL, which I don't we don't have to talk about too much, but the it's been three close. It's kind of the opposite of this series. It's been three close, uh contested games in the NLCS. Atlanta, obviously, the first two games at home, they had two walk-offs. The Dodgers have a come-from-behind victory in the bottom of the eighth. They score four runs to go up by one in the bottom of the eighth in game three. Now they're they're going into game two of uh, game four at home, down two-one. Uh, what team do you want to see in the? uh what if you could have your pick? Who would you want to see in the World Series? Hopefully the Sox pull, hold on. I mean, we talked very confidently, uh, but you know, hopefully the Sox hold on and they win Game Five and they go to the World Series. But who do you want to see? Oh, you've got to be kidding! I hate the shift. Um, Big out by Correa. Of course, it was Correa. Uh, but who do you want to see get that last? Uh, who do you want to see play the Sox in the World Series?
1: I mean, Atlanta's hot, man. As much as as much as a one hundred and six win Dodger team scares me, Atlanta's hot. And the Dodgers have seemed vulnerable this entire postseason. I feel like they've been just surviving like by the skin of their teeth all postseason. I think the storylines would be crazy for a Red Sox Dodgers rematch from twenty eighteen. You got the Mookie storyline, you got Alex Verdugo. Um you got kind of like another run it back, East Coast, West Coast, Sox, Dodgers. You know who can who can get it done. Red Sox are coming back from a re, a two year rebuild. Dodgers have always been on top. Can the Dodgers repeat? So you have a ton of storylines with the Dodgers. Atlanta. That's that seem that's kind of like they're kind of like a, the Red Sox of the NL. Man, they caught fire at the right time. They're riding a good high right now. They seem dominant. They almost went up 3-0. I'd like to see the Dodgers just because I think they're a little more vulnerable and a little more susceptible to, you know, the Red Sox being able to take that from them. But I think Atlanta's going to take that series. So I think it's going to be Atlanta, Boston.
0: Yeah, I think who do I think is going to win? I think it's going to be Atlanta. It's, it's hard to tell because, I mean. LA's been in every game. Like they they like you said, they just find a way to survive. They're like cockroaches. They just find a way to make it through game to game. And I mean, they dropped a couple in Atlanta just because they gave up the walk- two walk-offs, but you know, they're right in it. They're right, it's a run one-run ball game every time. And you know, you're gonna start winning a couple of these. And I think the Dodgers overall are a better team, to be honest with you. Like I, I just think they're very deep. Uh, They, you know, obviously they went out and got pretty much any good player in the MLB at the deadline. They just, you know, they just stacked the the deck. Um, And I think you're right. I think Atlanta's hot right now. They're, you know, they they lost, uh, I don't know if it was today. Yeah, today, they lost today. But I think they're they're a hot team. I like the LA storylines, to be honest with you. Like, Like you said, the Red Sox. You know, beat the LA Dodgers, and you know, everyone said they cheated during that season. So the Dodgers, are like, they got chipped out of a World Series, which they didn't. They lost fair and square, but they have that storyline. They want a little revenge against the Sox. You have the LA so- Boston rivalry, as always. Uh, you got the Mookie Verdugo, who, who won the trade. You got that Mookie versus Old Team. You got Verdugo versus Old Team. You got Kike versus Old Team. You're going to face Joe Kelly. I mean, he's the least of the, all of them, but like, you know, Joe Kelly was a big piece of that championship a couple of years ago. Um, there's so many storylines in there, and I, I think it would be entertaining. I think MLB uh, Major League Baseball wants that. I think Major League Baseball wants L.A. versus Boston as much as they want to, you know, say that it's, you know, they don't really care. I think that's who
1: they. Well, want. I know for. I mean, you can almost say for a fact after what that umpire did against the uh, Giants, so maybe they are trying to pull yeah. the strings.
0: Yeah, they they want LA to go to the World Series against the uh, against the Sox. So, you know, I'm a fan of Atlanta. I like I like Freddie Freeman. I like that team. So, you know, I don't really care who goes. We're we're gonna roll them in three game three games at home, and then you just gotta pick up one of the four away. Uh, but. Exciting! Uh, I'm very excited. It was an awesome time at Fenway yesterday. Uh, and I got to give all the credit to my man, Alex oh, Ford, man. That was He's, crazy,
1: man. That was my first playoff game. That was crazy. First one ever? First playoff game. That's, that was I'm nuts. Glad,
0: I'm glad I could share that experience. With you, <laughs> we had a good time. All right. So let's get into our final segment of the night, the people's topic.
1: It's the people's
0: topic, baby. People's topic. All right. So, for people's topic, you can write in our Instagram and Twitter page at Big Red Zone. Oh, man, I'm fumbling. At Big Red Zone. You can give us a follow there and let us know what you want to talk about. This week, we got a few. Let's go to, uh, uh let's go to Page. Page is going to be one. God Paige damn it. Writing in. She goes, she doesn't really give us a topic. She just, she says, I cannot put a, put a in a topic for you people who go to the Red Sox without me.
1: Yeah, she was, um she was pretty pissed at me last night for not bringing her. um. Let me see. Let me get some exact words. Let me get some quotes from Paige last night.
0: Dave, if I can teach you anything, happy wife, happy life, man. You my,
1: wa- my wife was not happy.
0: I mean, she was not happy with you. You were going
1: to go with Mrs. Mrs. and Mr. Big Red without me? I feel very betrayed. I said, the Mrs. isn't here. She said, oh, she said she was originally going to be, you are no longer my boyfriend. Sad face. Oh, I said, I'm wow. Sad. She said, I don't date hypocrites. Can't believe you. I said, wow again. She said, wow yourself.
0: That's absolutely Um, outrageous. Then
1: she threatened to, she said she wouldn't RSV, she wouldn't un-RSVP from the Halloween party that your missus is putting on, but uh, she would give me the silent treatment. Um, I said, we'll see about that. She said she's going to change her costume to a natty winning UMass hockey player. I said, I would, I said, I would leave. She said revenge. She said, she hopes it was worth it. I said, it wasn't worth it. Trying to get, you know, trying to spin this, try to get the spin zone going. Uh, she said, "Maybe I'll give you less of a cold shoulder now." You're at a good game to go for. Sad for me. Uh, I, I'd say we reconciled. I think we got this. I think well, I
0: think you guys figured it out. I think
1: I, I you know, I was you know. Pretty
0: nervous in the beginning of that conversation, but you know, couples fight. You
1: know, couples you know, fight. It,
0: you know, it happens. It happens. Hit her with
1: a, you know. She said, "Sad for me." I hit her with a "Next time, babe," and then she said, "There is no next time." We went over this, <laughs> and then I said, "Next time again," and she said, "Fine." So there we go. When a, oh, when is it win, Mrs.
0: big Red really like sold us out here jeez mrs big- Mrs big red just sold us out completely jeez, yeah, uh
1: you know what the heck's up with that page was getting fed information, so i th- I like to think that Paige wrote that in when she was still a little scorned, so I think yeah. we're good now,
0: you know what i think I think it was in the heat of the moment.
1: she skips she to the end of the episode anyway, so
0: yeah, she doesn't listen to the whole thing anyway, so um. You know, I think we I think we did some serious work here. This is more of like a therapy session, double <laughs> therapy instead of people's topic, but I think we did some serious, uh, serious
1: work here. We didn't cover a lot.
0: What's going on? The DVR, people I don't want to go to anything else besides the Sox game. All right. So that was good. I think we I think that was that was a very productive people's topic. I I, I think we did some covered some serious ground here.
1: Paige, try to expose me, but I got receipts. Yeah. I got receipts. You got receipts
0: and you turn it around. sure did you're a gentleman uh let's go to vicky pats eventually killing their fans with heart attacks each
1: week she's not wrong she's not wrong she's she's not wrong that's just a fact and i i was uh the the pats game was finishing up during um my rec league soccer game, and man, I can tell you, I I knew when th- shit was going down because I could hear everyone on the bench freaking out. So, the the Pats will cost a couple people their lives by the time the season's over.
0: Yeah, my health is definitely being affected uh, <laughs> here. Uh, let's go to. Oh, this is a good one. Patriots question. This comes from Cameron. Who's going to replace Belichick when he decides to retire? Oh, I he's got ba- two.
1: I have a bad feeling it's going to be McDaniel's man. I have a a bad feeling it's going to be McDaniels, and that dude has been exposed the last couple seasons. It's not good. Oh, man. It's going to be disappointing.
0: I don't know, man, because I think Belichick's like Brady. I think he's going to go longer than we... Oh, my goodness. He just swung out. Otuve just swung out of his shoes. Uh, I think Belichick's going to go longer than we thought. You know, like Brady's going longer than we thought. So, who knows when he's going to finish? And then who's going to... At that time, who's going to be an established coach in the league that you know, Kraft is going to want to take a chance on. I hope it's not McDaniel's, dude. He's getting absolutely exposed. Who do you? Th- who would you rather? Here's a. I'm going to spin off this. Who would you rather? Steve Belichick or Josh McDaniel's? Oh,
1: Jesus Christ! Would you rather? I prefer McDaniel's. At least he has head coaching experience. Steve Belichick seems like he's a fish out of water. Man, I don't know what the hell that guy's doing. I don't know what his actual role is we all know he's only there because his dad is the coach. So I'd I'd go with McDaniels, but not, you know, not because I have to.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think I'd go McDaniels, but he doesn't have a lot of good experience as a head coach. His teams have just stuck. So maybe, maybe take a chance at uh, a guy that you don't really have any experience. And I mean, he is only there because his dad is the head coach. Let's be real. But he did work his way up. You gotta give him some credit. He worked his way up through the organization. He's uh, yeah, yeah. He did start at the ground floor and now he's doing whatever he's doing right now. And he's got a great haircut. And he does some crazy things <laughs> with his great team. haircut. Um this, this is a two-part question. Uh Kevin, this is people's topic you know you know this is taken away from everyone else but he's given us
1: he's given a show note to this point he's given he is i he's given him give
0: him his segment on the show he said then maybe the braves if they choke tonight will they repeat the choke job of the series like they did last time wow oh that's a good point that's a great question you know what i started off like wow we're getting two questions but he fi- finished off with two bangers of questions uh Man, that's a good question. They did end up choking this one away tonight. I mean, you just I mean, they have the whole field advantage, right? So I I I mean they've walked off twice. I don't know. What do you say? Do you think the Dodgers win the series or no?
1: No, because Atlanta did what they had to do. They got their two at home. Even if the even if the Dodgers are able to take all three in LA, they still have to go back to Atlanta for two. So I think Atlanta still has Atlanta can still take this.
0: I do think the Dodgers. I think uh, Atlanta does have to win one of these at home uh, away to give them. Uh, oh yeah, to give them a chance to. I think to give them some confidence going into that home end of the home series. I think this is going six or seven games. So if they can p- pull off a win in LA and then go home to close it out, and you have two chances to do it, I think that's a good chance. But yeah, I think I think the dog. I think. Well, I want to be different though. I think Atlanta definitely I, I, I think Atlanta's going to win it, but I think the Dodgers do if Atlanta blinks for a second, the Dodgers are just going to come in and steal three quick games in L.A, and then it's a best of two series, man. The Dodgers can steal one, one of those at home. It's, it's, it's you know, it's, it's over. So um, Good question, Kim. Good question. No, Joseph Celia. Joseph Celia, if you're wow. listening, man, I missed you, man. This is like, uh, this is going to be a first in a long time. This is like when you miss up a snap streak right now. <laughs> you're just missing out on a week. First time in a long time. Um, this one like coming from the Andy Man 11. Who do you think is the worst division in football?
1: Oh, man. That's tough. Hard to not say NFC East. AFC, yeah, AFC North isn't too great. Oh man, this is a tough one. Um, even the AFC East isn't that hot.
0: Yeah, I was saying the uh, the AFC East is pretty brutal. Uh, I mean. The NFC East minus the Cowboys isn't too hot. Um, I'd say it's between the two East divisions, and then uh, the AFC South. AFC
1: South is pretty bad too. Shit.
0: Um, I mean, I think the AFC South and the AFC East are pretty even, man. Like, I think you go the AFC South. Give them the slight.
1: I think you say. I think you say. AFC. uh, Because here's
0: here's how I here's how I look at it. The Jags are probably one of the worst teams in the
1: whole whole. If you think about it from this way, Tennessee just beat Buffalo. We beat Houston, but Jacksonville beat by beat Miami. So maybe AFC East is the worst division. But here's what.
0: It's. I mean, head to head. I guess you're right, but. Looking at it, the Jaguars are one of the worst teams in the, like, the whole NFL, but the Jets are one of the worst teams in the NFL. The Dolphins are just slightly better than – even though the record doesn't show, they have one less loss. Oh, they must have had – oh, the Jets had a bye week this week. The Jets have, like, one less loss than them, but the Texans – I think they're pretty equal with the Texans. Miami and, um, Miami and the Texans are kind of even. Uh, so then you go to the Colts and Patriots. I think the Colts are better than the Patriots, but the Bills are better than the uh, Titans. But you the Titans so? did just beat the they Bills. Just,
1: they just won. I don't maybe, know. This is maybe you see. Let's say AFC South with a TBD on. No, yeah, AFC South because New England or the Jets are guaranteed to win next week. So. One of those teams yeah. will be either the either the Patriots will be two and five. Please God, no. <laughs> so you'll you're, you'll either have a three and four team and a one and five team, or a two and five team and a two and five team. So.
0: Yeah, I I, I think I'm gonna go AFC South. We'll
1: go AFC South. We'll we'll have a little bit of pride.
0: But that is pretty close. Like when well, you think about closer it, than it, it's should be. it's scary close and. I mean, going into it, we thought that this division minus the Jets was going to be wide open. Like we thought the Bills, Dolphins and Patriots would all be fighting for that top spot, and uh, that is sadly mistaken, because the dolphins are terrible, and the uh, Patriots are not getting Excuse me, not getting it done. Remember, you can write in each week on our Instagram and Twitter at Big Red Zone, uh, on give us a follow. you know us follow on TikTok at Big Red Zone trying to grow that a little bit uh you can also find us the pod on spotify apple Podcasts, or youtube wherever you podcast as well uh make sure to subscribe to our youtube channel hit the like button on this video as well as all our other videos uh my thanks to danny football as always let's go socks go socks have a great week everyone